Senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection. Hey folks, it's Frank Reynolds. This is the lies people tell. Then that was Chuckle Schumer talking about, uh, Donald Trump and something about an erection. Uh, there's something about these, these guys with their psychotic sexual, uh, fantasies that just, uh, just a bit off putting. Don't you think? I'm not sure where he was going with that comment. It sounds like chuckles may miss Trump a little more than we would like. Uh, Let's hear that just one more time. Senators will have to decide if they believe Donald John, Donald John Trump incited the erection. How dare you? Uh, Seriously. I mean, honestly, what the heck is this guy talking about? He is, he is, (laughs) he's gone off the deep end. My goodness. It's something, something, something else going on with these guys. Well, I'll tell you, uh, lately, uh, the world has been a bit askew and, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about that and, uh, how we are being deceived left and right by, you know, our elites uh, that's, uh, in going on supposedly leading our country. Uh, it looks like they're leading our country into the abyss, but, uh, that's just my opinion. You know, I could be wrong. You know, maybe someone else can enlighten me and show me how, uh, where we're going is going to get better. But I can tell you lately things have been, uh, really getting sketchy. Uh, I got a notice on my Facebook, uh, account that there was a posting that I had done that was, you know, uh, had a false claim check on it. Now, uh, unfortunately I didn't make that posting. It was from uh, USA today, which, you know, I don't read that rag because 90% of it is, you know, just nonsense. It's not, you know, factual or it's half truths. Uh, so I know I didn't post it, but it, it got me curious. Why would they even put that on my feed? Like I'd done something. So I looked it up. And the article is about, uh, Biden and the, uh, banning of fracking. And now, you know, Biden said during the campaign, very specifically, no, he would not ban fracking, which got me curious because, uh, he said he wouldn't ban fracking. So why would this claim come up? So I looked up the article and, uh, I've got it here in front of me it says fact check Biden temporarily bans new oil and gas leasing on public lands. And the claim is Biden is banning fracking. Well, he is not banning all fracking. He's banning fracking on federal lands. But see, that's the, this, uh, sleight of hand is that he says, well, I'm not banning fracking. Well, yeah, you can't ban fracking on, you know, private land. And, but you can ban it on federal land and the sleight of hand is like, well, 
but you are banning fracking on federal land. And the answer will be, well, yes, I am. So you are banning fracking on federal land. You are banning fracking then. Well, you can't, well, no, I'm not banning fracking. What you are on federal land. You see what I'm saying? It's that type of nonsense that people are just getting so sick and tired of so fed up with, because we're being treated like idiots here. And it's, you know, it's getting really annoying. And, uh, you know, Jen Saki, Jen Pusaki, <laughs> as Chris plant recall calls her, uh, was asked a question about this and it says, uh, the reporter, you know, in the white house briefing said president Biden promised to end all new oil and gas leasing on federal lands. When it was, when he was a candidate, the reporter asked, does the administration still have that commitment? This is what Pasaki said we do. And the leases will be reviewed by our team. We just have only been in office less than a day now. So, Later on, they followed up with uh, that they emphasized that, yes, they are banning fracking on federal land. Okay, so is he banning fracking or is he not? You know, this is what Saki said. It says that Saki confirmed President Biden will follow through with campaign promises to ban new fracking on federal land. Okay, so did he ban fracking? Did he not ban fracking? Well, obviously, any... Uh, anybody that's not a six-year-old child understands that, yes, of course he banded fracking, not all fracking, but at least fracking on federal land. It's this splitting of hairs, this parsing of words, this ongoing, you know, mishmash of double talk that are just, is driving people nuts. It's making them, say, you know, where can I even turn to get the truth? Well, you know, one place you can turn to is, you know, guys like me, and I'm not alone in this, uh, but you just have to be very judicious on what you take in and how much you can believe and double check and check multiple sources because, you know, these guys are not, they are not truth tellers by any stretch of the imagination. And which brings me to, Another point I wanted to talk about is it's getting so that people just don't even want to allow you, or if you have a different opinion than them, an opportunity to even talk. I was uh, doing a uh, guest spot on uh, another podcast last weekend, and when we were doing the, the interview, it was being live streamed and there were people jumping in. Now it was not open for callers to join in. We didn't invite callers. This was a, a live stream of how we were doing the recording, but there were at least three different individuals that started, you know, putting in comments, you know, sending messages to us wanting to get on. It was obvious by the tenor of what they were saying, it was obvious these guys wanted to heckle us and to give us a, a hard time for whatever reason. I guess they just didn't agree with what we were talking about. And it was politics. And it just really struck me weird that uh, these guys that I have no idea who they are and they have no idea who I am or the person who's 
podcast I was on, but yet they felt emboldened to just jump in there and start harassing us, which is just strange in itself. Now, I'm a big boy. You know, I have no problem debating anyone. I have my own ideas, my own opinions, but I, I talk in facts. I talk policy, not emotion. And see what they want to do. They don't want to talk policy. They don't want to debate ideas. They don't want to enter the arena of ideas. They want to stand back and throw stones at you and bricks and bottles of frozen water, sort of like uh, the Antifa uh, people did in BLM all summer long. They want to shout you down. They want to harass you. They want to cancel you. They want to shut you up. Because that's the whole thing. We are enter- We have entered into an age where they just want you to shut up. If you don't agree with them, you need to be quiet. You need to get on board. You need to get with the program. And if you don't get with the program, well, we got an answer to that too. And they've proven that time and time again. We've seen what's been going on. People are being deplatformed. We have people that have been arrested and are have been denied bail in due to the, the Capitol Hill uh, riot that did not injure anyone, did not steal anything. They were, you know, in there, yes, they trespassed, but they're literally sitting in jail with no bail. But yet at the same time, we have dozens, if not hundreds of people throughout this past summer who were never even charged when they were trying to burn down federal buildings, who were trying to and did assault cops to include federal agents protecting those federal buildings. Why is, why is the Capitol Hill, that, that piece of federal land, so much more important than the federal courthouse in Portland or Seattle? It really isn't, but that's how they're playing it. And this is getting to be a bit weary and a bit tiresome for everyone because we're not stupid. We see what's going on. There's a complete double standard of, how people are treated in our society and it's getting really old. And I think everyone is just about fed up with, I know I'm certainly fed up with it. Case in point, Kleinsmith, the attorney, uh, FBI attorney, uh, Kleinsmith who falsified a document and then was submitted to the federal FISA court to obtain a FISA warrant for Carter page. He falsified that document. That wasn't by accident. He purposely did that. Now, how do I know that? Because he says, oh, yeah, I was just so overworked. I made a mistake. Well, that would be great when he said, and just to give people a background, what he did was he had quit. They were trying to get a FISA warrant. So you have to uh, submit an affidavit with your evidence to the court saying we need a FISA on this line or these people for these various reasons. Here's the evidence to support that. So part of it was, it's part of the process is you have to check to make sure that this 
uh, person you're targeting isn't a source with another intelligence agency or another law enforcement agency. And you also have to make sure that you've checked to make sure he is not, or that person is not a source for the FBI. Well, he checked with the, the CIA, the CIA came back and said, Oh yeah, yeah. He's a source. He's a source of ours. He's done work for us from this year to this year. He purposely changed it to say he was not a source. That wasn't an accident. You have to go out of your way to change that email that he then forwarded to the, uh, agent that was, uh, submitting the affidavit known as the affiant to this FISA court. He falsified this document and submitted it to this agent. And that agent used that information in the FISA warrant. That wasn't an oversight. That wasn't an oopsie. That was a falsification. He falsified a legal document, which forced a lie to occur in the federal court. And also one thing people don't, uh, don't consider. I know it was a falsification because Carter page was also an FBI source and they didn't include that either. So this, this nonsense of, well, oh, he, he made a mistake. He was overworked is BS. Now the federal judge who gave him 12 months probation of 400 hours of community service is head of the FISA court. And he basically said that, uh, Hey, the guy lost his job and he's gotten beat up pretty good in the media. So that's punishment enough. Hey, newsflash. Most people have never even heard of this guy. He didn't get beat up in the media. It was buried. That story was so buried. You really had to go out and look for it. Most people don't even know who this guy is. So you know, th that assertion on his face is laughable. But the other thing is, is that federal judge has just said, I'm okay if you lie to the federal court, but I think it's only okay if you are the, the same political persuasion that possibly he is. He was an Obama appointee. If you were maybe a MAGA guy, and you submitted a false uh, claim to the FISA court, I'm pretty sure you might end up with a different sentence than uh, Mr. Kleinsmith. So good luck to Mr. Kleinsmith. Uh, sounds like uh, he will hit the lottery. He probably should go out and buy a lottery ticket because it sounds like he's he's got luck on his side lately. And uh, everyone else should uh, consider the same thing. When you deceive... You have intent. Sometimes people, you know, will accidentally say something that they believe is true. That's not true. Now that's really not a true deception. Deception generally requires intent to deceive someone, to leave them with a false impression using some sort of linguistic technique, whether it's leaving out information or as, as Biden did, saying, well, I'm, I'm not banning fracking, but leaving out the fact that, well, I am banning fracking on federal land. You know, that, that nebulous, unclear 
Well, I didn't say I'm banning fra- all fracking. Well, yeah, no one said you said ba- you're banning all fracking. You said you're banning fracking on federal land. Okay, what's so hard about that? Well, what's so hard about it is if he says that, it, it, he doesn't want to have the political blowback and that everybody says, see, you you lied to us on the campaign trail. All right, let, let's, first off, he was never on the campaign trail. He did a virtual campaign with, uh, from, he did a zoom call from his abasement occasionally, uh, that wasn't a true campaign, but anyway, be that as it may, he said, I'm banning fracking. And you know, it, you, you got to learn sometimes to take people at their word. Once again, as I said, deception generally requires intent. If you don't have intent, you can inadvertently, uh, say something and give the wrong impression. If you believe what you're saying is true, or you don't know yourself because you don't have the full facts. If you've been deceived and you pass on the information to someone else, are you truly being deceptive? Well, no, you're not being deceptive. You've been deceived yourself and you're just passing on the information that you have. True deception for me requires you to have intent in place to leave a false impression to give you a sense of one thing's happening when you know it's not exactly that it's not true that's that's deception and we're seeing more and more of that and they want us to be deceived they want us to believe that we they they truly want us to not believe our own eyes and ears. When we see and hear something, they're like, oh, no, 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 that's not what he said. Well, no, that's exactly what he said. You know, but they want to parse the words like, well, that's not, you know, uh, exactly what he said. Well, yeah, I think I think that is exactly what he said. So where we're at is a place where you have to be incredibly careful about what information you're taking in and really double check what's being told to you because you know it's it's all over the place and uh, it's getting harder and harder to find out the true facts because facebook and twitter and Google are truly censoring opinions that they don't agree with. It, those are just the facts. They are censoring people when they do not allow you to have a voice, not because you said something that's not true, just because your opinion is different than theirs. They can claim, well, that's false. Well, it's only, it's not false. It's just a different opinion. And people are allowed to have different opinions, but see, they're not. They don't want you to have a different opinion. They don't want you to have any platform to say anything. They crushed Parler. And uh, they're going to continue to do these type of things until someone reigns them in. But right now, no one's willing to rein them in, Republican or Democrat. The Republicans had plenty of opportunities to fix this problem all along. And they haven't because they're in the pocket of big tech, just as much as the Democrats. It's all about money. 
Trust me, this is all about money. Republicans spent all of this time for years watching what big tech's been doing, and they've just sat on their hands and pretended like nothing's happened, whistling by the graveyard. And now uh, the roosters are coming home to roost, and they're all like, ooh, well, you know, this is not good, none of that. But they're all just jibber-jabbering. It's all just, you know, rhetoric. They plan on doing nothing about this because this is working to their advantage. They're getting greased like everyone else. And it's, uh, it's disheartening because you would hope that someone would stop and say, let's fix this. Which leads me to one of the things that I see going on is they're changing the meaning of all these different words and all these different things to mean something that's completely perverse from the original meaning of the words. There's an article in the American thinker by uh, Monica Showalter. Great. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's uh, Clarice Feldman rather does a great job. I, I really like her writing and she's talking about all the things they want you to believe that are just false. They, but you're not allowed to question them. These are certain things you are just not allowed to question any longer. And you just have to accept to be the truth. So, you know, she goes through several things, but one thing that caught my eye was uh, her fourth point is show trials and impeachments are the way to unity. Now that's what they're telling us. So, uh, we want unity. This is not a unified country, really a show trial, which this is a show trial of president Trump. That's going to bring us together. Hmm. Okay. All right. Maybe someone should ask the, you know, how that exactly happens, because I'm not really seeing that at this point. Let me me read a couple of statements here. Questioning the election is now sedition and incitement. A capital wrapped in barbed wire and with streets filled with National Guardsmen is not used in a fake state of emergency. No, no, don't think that. The show trial of President Trump and the city full of soldiers is just the opening act to the great purge of a domestic terrorism crackdown on anyone who ever retreated the wrong meme. It says, popular leaders don't take their false oaths of office in a deserted city surrounded by barbed wire military checkpoints manned by 25,000 troops, nor do they engage in show trials of their predecessors and unroll massive efforts to surveil, arrest, and silence their opponents. That's not the stuff of healing, but it is the stuff... It is how you unite a country at gunpoint under your rule. And there's a, there is a lot of truth to that. It's like they want unity. Uh, their ideal of unity is you submit, you shut up, you sit down, you do not question this election. Now, remember, they spent four years questioning uh, the 26th election. If you ask Hillary Clinton, she still says that it was stolen. And that's perfectly fine. If we say anything similar to that, we're crackpots, we're conspiracy theorists, we're, we need to shut up and sit down. We're domestic terrorists. We're inciting uh, insur- insurrection and sedition. And that's where we're at. And unfortunately, we have a lot of people on Capitol Hill, all the Democrats and quite a few of the Republicans are hiding under their desk or 
quickly beating uh, feet away from uh, Trump and his supporters with some false sense that this is going to do them well in future elections. I, I really just don't want to see how these guys think that this is going to work out for them, but yeah, we can, we can only tell we, I mean, we can't tell, we can only wait and see what happens. So as you can tell, I'm a little frustrated with what's going on. And I think that we all need to be really aware of the falsehoods that are being told to us and how they're being told and really keep an eye on what we're being told and question, question everything. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. Now I know they don't like these questions being asked because they don't have honest answers. They don't have good answers. They want to double talk you and not answer your question. Demand answers, keep asking the questions. And that's what we need to do. We, we have a, we don't have a press anymore. We have a fawning fan club. Uh, that, you know, goes by the uh, title press, but they're not the press. And, you know, they always complain, oh, Donald Trump called us the enemy of the, the state, the enemy of the people, and how horrible that is. Well, when you're consistently lying and misleading us and putting forth false information under the guise that is true, you kind of are, you know, so at least own it, you know, accept the fact that you are what you are. And with that, I guess I'm going to wrap this up. Sorry. You know, this has not been a, a real uplifter, not been a, a chuckle fest. Not everything is going to be every day. Uh, you know, but you know, uh, we're going to get by. Yeah. And let me, let me just uh, remind everyone that uh, this person, you know, Hillary Clinton will never be president. So we do have at least that going on our side. All right. So take care and uh, uh, subscribe to the podcast, download it, pass it on to your friends, get them to subscribe to it. Leave me a rating and a review. I'd appreciate that. And, uh, you know, we'll talk next week. Mm-hmm.